What's up, you guys? This is It's Real with Jordan and Demi. I am here with Jordan Edwards. How are you, Jordan? I'm good, Demi. How are you? I'm doing freaking amazing because today we have one of those artists coming on the show that I've been fans of for a minute. And then I get a press release from their PR team in my inbox and I get super excited and then they're available. And here we are, Dream Ivory, two brothers from Cali, um, starting with the SoundCloud scene. And now they're making waves in the surf rock realm and bringing something super fresh to the table. So let's welcome Dream Ivory. Yo, what's up, guys? What's up? Good what talk is going on? Happy to be here. You guys look awesome today. What are we wearing? I saw we I saw this. Are you starting a new trend from the blue music video? Yeah, it's a little like a grandma scarf thing. A little babushka <laughs> style. Yeah, babushka, babushka. Yeah. Is this like a new is this is this something that's going around in Cali or is this something that you guys like are starting? I just started doing it for no reason. <laughs> literally he just like started wearing it one day and i was like yeah he, he worked he went he makes it look good so <laughs> it's kind of cool and then it goes as a mask i bet you it doubles as a mask right yeah right yeah i could do that too yeah. Yeah. we two are brothers mm -hmm. 11 months apart how connected are you guys outside of music with being brothers so connected um it's it's like it goes beyond music in terms of like interests in movies games just like even just our logic and the way we think, I feel like we have such similar minds. It's great though. We we basically like grew up same parents under the same household. We basically like lived the exact same life, same friends. So, and I that ID yourselves so people know who's who who's who when talking. I'm Louis. I'm Christian. So Louis in the white shirt, Christian's in the red shirt. Yep, yep. Which one's the crazy brother that the other brother has to be like, yo, enough, like relax, like stop talking He's to the groupies. I feel like I feel like <laughs> we're crazy. We're we're for sure crazy in different ways. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I'm sometimes uh, it's, I'm too much. <laughs> <laughs> like it's me. Yeah. When it came to starting the band, who was the one who kind of came up with the idea and said, "Hey, bro, you want to start this?" Or was it pretty mutual? It was a mutual thing. Definitely mutual. Yeah, we, we've been making music or playing instruments since as long as we can remember. And um, we uh, we used to make like rap music before the band stuff, and we've always been into like indie music, rock music, alternative. So we were like, let's just do this. And um, we like you said, we were, we were always just doing projects. Like we used to do YouTube videos where it was like either song covers or like mini mini skits and stuff. So it kind of was just like a thing where we just got into the space and we're like, what's our next project? And whatever, let's, let's do this band shit, see what happens with it. You know what I mean? Who in your family was um, into the arts because you guys are doing skits on YouTube. It, I mean, it takes a lot of guts, I think, to put, to upload anything, even as a young kid, like I didn't really start to upload any content till like recently, you know what I mean? So right, okay. like who in your family was kind of for that? For sure. Our dad. He has a YouTube channel too. His his YouTube channel is called Louis Boy Bellio, I think. Are so you serious? Like, your dad has a YouTube channel? Yeah, he like he like oh um cooking videos and vlogs and stuff. Yeah. He like dances and sings. And, yeah. Are you serious? Is yeah. it embarrassing? Or are you like cool with it? Yeah, no, we're cool with it. We, we love hard. it. Yeah. And uh for sure him because it's like he he even before he had the YouTube stuff and even before we were doing this music stuff, he was always just the one telling us like don't be don't be nervous of whatever other people think like kind of just like put yourself out there because that's how you know like shit happens like you got to put yourself out there like if, and he was the one like whereas like other parents but they're like don't waste your time doing that like mm -hmm. focus on school you know what i mean but he was always pushing us to be creative so yeah 
And your mom? Yeah, my mom, my mom too. She was always supportive. Um, my mom's a nurse. So that was actually the kind of career path she wanted us to take. Uh, I was going to school for nursing. I actually just dropped out of college not too long ago, but that was, but she's like, she's supportive. She, she understands that like we're doing what we want to do and stuff. And I'm always like willing to go back to school if, you know, plan B and stuff. Yeah, what do you think of your, how did you guys, you said, you mentioned, you mentioned that you did some, some hip hop before. Yeah. How did you guys settle on the sound that you're kind of known for now? That kind of woozy 80s inspired mm. guitar rock. We, we've always loved that type of music. We just never had the resources, I guess. And in high school, we were just really into like rap and hip hop and stuff. And that was super easy. You just need a yeah. mic. And that actually was a thing too in our high school. Like so many people just wanted to be rappers. So we're just like, you know, it, it's just a funny thing. Like, let's just see what happens. And it's funny because like what Chris said with the resources, when we started, decided we wanted to start making sort of this indie music, we didn't even have any guitars or anything. Like we, that day we were like, let's look online for a bass. I don't even know how to play bass. Like, let's just look online for one. Yeah. <laughs> so who's, who's like the, who's become like the, primary instrumentalist the best instrumentalist in terms of guitar oh chris for sure chris for sure yeah you will i i love you your instagram post you did, did instagram post um kind of in correlation with the blue music video that's out now about the baseline do your did your music start with a baseline or what kind of parts kick off a song usually <laughs> it's different now for sure but back then I feel like just because that's just like such a rudimentary way of starting a song. I feel like a lot of songs did start with bass lines, like, and Chris would just add a sick riff to it and like, oh, let's record that. And then it would go from there, you know, but now he, he, he would have like songs where he would like have the lyrics written out first and then, which is kind of a different experience. And then making a song around that and that uh, kind of like emotion we're setting. So we're, we're definitely like doing different things, but for sure. Yeah. Like baseline, like easy way to write a song, just sit down, like jam out a baseline. Oh, that sounds cool. What can we make with it? Stuff like that. Have you guys started to, um, like with playing live, have you guys really like established like how exactly you want your live show to go and what it's going to look like? Yeah. Um, we've only played one show so far. And um, do you like that feeling of playing live? Oh, your yeah. Music? I love it. Yeah. It's super sick. We've always wanted, that was like our dream since we were a kid to play a show. So, um, we played one in December and it was super sick. We had a, just like our, our little nephew was like the drummer and he had his friends play from his band. band. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you had to have your little nephew, like fill out the rest. Yeah. Of the literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, and we, we got the sound pretty accurate, but, um, I don't know. I think before our next shows, we have to fine tune it a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, for sure plan a backing track because especially with our new music that's not even out yet there's a lot of elements that you can't even replicate on a you know in a live setting i don't know how much are you concerned with you have you have a few songs that have quite a bit of streams um and we're living in a world you know two or three years ago it was really hard for a rock song to become a top 40 hit but now mm -hmm. it's possible you know we just had uh, Gail on the show and ABCDEFU is in, in the hit the top 10. And that's a really a rock song at its core. Yeah. So when you're writing these songs now, even though your sound is kind of a throwback indie rock sound, how much do you think about, okay, 
this could be on the radio or this could get 30 million streams? I, that's such a good question. Yeah. I think uh, when we're making this, the music, we don't even think about. Yeah. Like I haven't like, actually considered that perspective, but that is an interesting perspective. Yeah. We don't try to make anything that sounds commercial. We just think we just try to make stuff that sounds hard. And I us. think that's also the difference. Like when we had all these projects, like when I was doing the rap, it was, I felt like at least when I was doing the rap stuff, I was kind of trying to fit in with the sound. But whereas Dream Ivory, it's like, we don't really try to lock ourselves in the genre. We just, whatever happens, happens. And yeah, like I'm, this new music, it's super, it's super sick guys. Like, What's it sound like? Can you give us like? <laughs> it's definitely super heavy. It's super, way more like emotional and like uh, it's super self-reflective. Uh, a lot of songs you think you're talking about uh, maybe like a relationship and stuff, but it's super like self-reflective and kind of just sitting back and like looking at the flaws within yourself and stuff, but also accepting it at the same time. So I haven't even heard it yet. And I feel like I'm going to cry into my pillow. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, even sonically, it's like a lot more grungier and hard hitting. And Let's go. More clear. Uh, early 2000s inspired for sure. Yeah. I want to... Well, I was going to go into just going backwards a little bit um, on some of your releases, some of my like favorite songs, okay? Like Wedding Crasher. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Amateur Night. Because you guys have these cool ass, like, you know, titles and concepts, yeah. you know, like very, like, you know, different. Um, is that something you aim for or is it just how your brain works? You know, you guys are thinking about Amateur Night or Wedding like Crashing. Yeah. Uh, it's just how our mind works. Like when when we wrote Wedding Crasher, we were smoking way too much weed. Yeah. So it was okay. literally like a love song. Strain <laughs> of weed. Yeah, like the strain of weed was called Wedding Crasher. And I was like, Dude, no, sick song. But the way yeah. he's singing, it sounds like he's talking about like <laughs> a significant other or something. And I was just like, like, I just like, love getting high. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um, you, you, your, your PR in on your, in your bio, you've been called, you've been called a shoegaze band. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of a, you know, when I first started, get, when I first started getting into doing music videos and photography, photography with bands in like 2014, 15, kind of the shoegaze revival was really starting to be big on the East coast. I was in New York, DC, Baltimore, and you know, a lot of the bands who were called Shoegaze didn't like that label. Yeah. How do you feel about the label Shoegaze? It's interesting. I, uh, for me personally, I don't, I don't know if I enjoy that label either. Just because not of the label itself. I just, it's just like so many of our songs don't sound the same, especially with yeah. the new stuff. It's kind of like a limiting thing. Like we can't, you know what I mean? But yeah. But at the same time, I, I actually think about that too, but. You, you go on TikTok and stuff, and there's like so many kids just wanting to be that shoegaze stuff. And then I, I see people message me and stuff like, oh, you guys are like an inspiration. Like I started my shoegaze band, blah, blah, blah. I think in that aspect, it's cool in terms of like just fitting kind of in that scene and like inspiration. But in terms of like, yeah, I don't know, like limiting ourselves to just that. We're definitely not just shoegaze. Definitely how we started and like definitely shoegaze roots and stuff. But yeah. Not to get into the real dorky musicology because I can get into dorky music. Yeah, right. But I feel like shoegaze, when you talk about like My Bloody Valentine density, you guys don't have that My Bloody Valentine ear bleeding density. Yeah. So that's why I think that it's, you know, more accurate to call you just kind of an, a throwback, you know, mm -hmm. um, 
80s alternative. I feel like there's more like psychedelic furs type stuff. And there's a band called The Wake that was that I like from the 80s that kind of have that feel more than more than she yeah, games. Yeah, yeah right. for sure, for sure. I think that's just one of the more popular like buzzwords. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. funny because you mentioned that you got you don't really like the term shoegaze and that you you know your newer stuff is kind of early 2000s sounding. In the early 2000s bands didn't want to be called pop punk. They didn't want to be called Yeah, emo. right. And now I feel like there's a lot of 16-year-olds on TikTok yeah who are embracing those labels like yeah like i'm, I'm a pop yeah like they're, they're a punk and stuff like it's crazy like be and before it was like you don't want to be called that and it was also the poser kind of thing you know what i'm saying but yeah it's just it's weird how like times change like that speaking of like different genres there's this kind of like cool surf rock thing happening in la right now i don't know if you guys are you guys are there in la right now but I was I went to go see um, some homies play J this band Jigsaw Youth. They opened up for Destroy Boys, and following them was this band called Archer O. Have you ever heard? Mm -mm. No, you guys should check them out. Super cool. Yeah, but there's this really cool like surf rock thing coming out of L.A. And I think it I think it's what the world needs right now. Like oh, something, yeah, for sure. you know what I mean? Everything is so grim. Like you know, so um and. And uh, it sounds and it's like, fun. like they kind of have, they, they kind of feel like they could play on a bill with Idris. We had Idris on yeah. a while back. But I mean, in terms of surf rock, do you guys like, is that what we can expect from the new album? Or is it, is it's just like kind of just straight grunge? There's definitely I'm songs where you put it on and like, you want to be crazy on like the PCH and it's like, it's a vibe, you know, it's like the sun's out mm -hmm. and over the cold. And it's kind of like a mix, you know? But, Are you guys into that whole scene, like the oh, surf yeah. rock? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I, Beach I, fossils I, is like a big inspiration. Oh, they were our one hundredth episode. Yep. Oh, yeah, yes. we saw that one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I used to listen to Surf Curse a lot and like mm -hmm. stuff like that. We're yeah, we're actually gonna get Surf Curse on too. We had his, his out of here. That's so far. Other project, uh, Current Joys. Yeah, we had a Current Joys show. So, but yeah. I mean that Surf that Surf Curse project is so it's so cool. And they blowing up on TikTok also. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a few songs. I mean, something's just stick. Yeah. Are you guys active? Like, are you into that whole like? Okay, we gotta do TikToks now. Like, I bet you your team is like pressing you too. <laughs> yeah, we have some TikToks out, but we, like. We're not super like, yo, we got to post something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, I don't know, but we definitely have like, what tick, we have a, we had a TikTok showing like kind of like a rundown of how we um, kind of made one of our songs. And, and that TikTok was, did pretty well. So I think like stuff like that, where we can show kind of more of the behind the scenes would be cool for TikTok. As opposed to dances. Yes. <laughs> you guys are so funny. You have like two different personalities. Yeah. It's like one's like the serious one, and the other one's like the approachable one. That's so funny, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Have you guys saw that getting... Go ahead, Demi, what'd you say? Has, have you guys always been that way? Like, we have like the light one, and then like, ah, and then the other pretty one's just much. like... Yeah, pretty, yeah, much, pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> it's a balance. Yeah, yeah, it is a balance. It's good, yeah, yeah, seriously. It's good dynamic, good dynamic to have. <laughs> mm -hmm. One of the most effective ways, it's really hard to make money in the music industry now. I'm sure that you wish sometimes that it was 20 years ago when people still bought CDs and you could get money from record from record yeah. sales. And now it's all about licensing. And I right. feel like you guys, a lot of your music could 
definitely be inserted into uh, Netflix shows, HBO shows. Uh, and, and even like you guys, I feel like you could soundtrack something like an indie movie or something. Have you gotten, how much have you thought about getting into that whole movie and TV realm? We talk about that a lot. Like, oh, it would be yeah. so sick to score a movie or even just like have one of our songs in like one scene. Like, yeah, yeah. We, we, that's, that was one of our things too. When we started out, we were like, cause we, I like, like Louis said, we love um, bonding over movies and, and stuff like that. And um, whenever we hear cool songs in a movie, it's like, oh, that's like the dream. Like something that, like the visuals of the movie that captures the sound of the music and shit. Like, obviously we want to do that. It's just all about the opportunity. We haven't been presented with anything yet, but we're definitely open to that. And I feel like that also ties in with um, why our music had so much like success because of edits. Like people just love putting our songs on like at movie edits or movie mm. music videos like it's not actually in the movie but and then like we'll, we'll see it's like wow like that it would there would be a time where it's like that edit has more songs than our actual song like i mean more plays than our actual song. yeah that wow. kind of reminds me that there's um the band the midnight which was like a big synth pop revival band a few years ago they had a lot of fan videos that kind of yeah. popularity on youtube yeah. so yeah yeah i could totally see that with you guys as yeah. well I want to talk about how you formed your sound. Um, one reason why I really, when I, I forget how I came across one of your songs, but I think it was um, on sound, uh, Spotify radio. But the reason why it connected with me, because when I was discovering kind of like my own taste in music in high school, I remember only listening to SoundCloud. So I had like all of my music when I like going to school, going to wherever I was going, I would just go to SoundCloud and yeah. it'd be, you were able to find all kinds of, yeah. all over the world like making cool shit with whatever they had and your music is super clean and like established but it all reminds me of that feel of like yeah. she, like someone in their bedroom making something with whatever they had and it's like uh i don't know it's like a, this authentic feel you know it brings me back and uh what can you guys say about the soundcloud days and how it contributed to the development of your style there's a we were on SoundCloud a lot too, even before we started making music. It was the same stuff with us, like in high school, on the way to school or in school during class, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm listening to SoundCloud. And like you said, there's a lot of cool stuff that you can find from small artists and um, like, you know, super obscure shit. And that's pretty much what shaped our music as well, as a, um, apart from listening to like beach house and beach fossils and stuff. And I think that was a cool thing about SoundCloud too. Cause <clears throat> like, like you guys are talking about, there's technically always something for everyone. So it wasn't like the, you know, it wasn't super scary to post something on SoundCloud and like kind of start running our music. Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Like someone just like, you find a song that like has no plays and it's like, bro, this is like the best thing ever. Like, it's the best song ever. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like, that's my favorite music. I still go back to SoundCloud. Yeah. Just listen. And I'm and so sad. Some of these artists I fell in love with, like never posted anything else. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. find them on, on IG. Yeah. So, yeah uh, it's so crazy. But like, you guys remind me of like that feel. And yeah. it's cool. Yeah. I, I can't find anything like, like your, like you guys as established as you are with your sound right now. I can't, you know what I mean? No, yeah, I totally get it, yeah. It's pretty cool. When it comes to recording, guys, what's your setup like in terms of preparation? I know that some of your songs are influenced uh, by 
your uh, herbal tendencies. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but you guys like to be completely stone, stone cold, sober, straight, you know, body and mind when you record or, or how do you get yourself in the right condition to do, to record your songs? When we started, we were kids. So we were just straight up. Sober. Yeah. So, so sober. Um, yeah. And then once we got older, we started, you know, maybe having a little drink or smoking and stuff. And I think that's, that kind of opened up a new like <laughs> pathway into songwriting and a renaissance, no, a new door. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not like condoning like yeah, yeah, stuff sure. like under the influence, but uh, <laughs> making songs. I was, we had some friends over last night and we we're making some beats and whatever. And, and we had a little drink and I'm like, bro, I make the best shit when I'm kind of drunk. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's your go-to drink for Loco? No. <laughs> Bro, that's so funny. When you first start drinking out, we actually like, oh, it's a four loco, it's easy. Like, oh, worse. We haven't even drank. That's my favorite drink. Really? I, really? I couldn't do it. I got so I'm like a maniac. Demi's a maniac with caffeine. We uh we used to be like we used to like drink a lot of Jameson, but I, we can't do that anymore. Tito's maybe just. Did yeah. you have like the Jameson like holding in the MySpace and the Facebook profile picture like this? Yeah, bro, like, we actually, do we actually have a picture holding Jameson bottles? Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, what's my friend? It was like all the guys in school were like yeah. holding the Jameson lit. Or the Hennessy. You're just like, wait, yeah. what? We're like 15. What's and going just, on? Like, and, and to go back on that question, in terms of like our physical setup, it, it would just be like, our room, like when he lived with us, it would just be like, oh, we just pull up to one of our, either's room, like laptop, mm -hmm. plug in the guitar, as long as you have like the, the interface. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But for Is this most of your stuff recorded through the DI? Like through an interface? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Wow. For this new album, it's interesting because now I live in LA and he still lives back in our hometown. Mm -hmm. So we, we did everything mostly like apart. Why'd you separate? Yeah, we need to get back to the origins, like what town you're actually from originally. Yeah, uh, Lake Elsinore. It's it's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's it's. A, I don't like my my home city. <laughs> kind of like you definitely. There was like there was like a shutter that went over. Your yeah. face like a, I don't. Oh, I, don't I can't. I can't think about it. I feel like we have like a lot of not uh, close, like a lot of closed-minded people where where I live. Mm. Yeah. Really in Cali. Yeah, but it's just like it's a really small city. It's just like random. Yeah. But yeah, we, uh, I moved here because I live with my girlfriend now, and I, I moved here for um, uh -oh. producing. Like, <laughs> uh -oh. jeez. Yeah, I, I like. I also uh, produce like beats for mm. artists. So, studio scene out here. Tell us about this relationship. Does the relationship in any way kind of affect your guys' workflow? Do you like his girlfriend? I love his girlfriend. Shout out to have hot friends yeah. for you because that would be dope. Keep it in the family. Yeah. No, I love Lilia. And I don't think it, and it's funny because it's like, I guess like on a surface level, it does seem like if I keep, making music would be harder, but it's so easy. Like, all our, this whole album, like we did it, we did it via email. <laughs> like, just sending each other, like, yeah. And it was so, and then he'd send something back and then I have to go like uh, go to a store and then I'd play the his mix in my car and be like, yeah, this is good. Or we should add this or blah, blah, blah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And the good thing about my girlfriend, she's a writer too. So like we, yeah. we wrote a couple of the, so on the songs on the new album. Yeah, she yeah. actually wrote a couple of songs. Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. I feel like you guys have like a whole, um, 
gang of like, what do they call those girls that are like on IG? Like, like <laughs> what do they call those girls? You know what I'm saying? What do you mean, like so on group, like groupies? Yeah, but like they call them like a something type of girl. I, I wish stands? like stands. Ah, no, like like a like a what do they call those internet girls? Like e girls. E girls. Yeah, I feel like you have an e girl fan club. We we My honestly kind of do. It's it's oh. crazy. But personally, like I don't. Yeah, it's just more like you see the comments on a on a YouTube video than or something like that, but. Yeah, my, my DMs are empty, bro. So it's all good. I don't believe that, Louie. I don't believe No, I swear. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Okay. When you get on the road, I don't believe it. But your request DMs are like. There you go. Maybe later, you know, after this album's out. Chris, I got some production questions for you. First of all, because of this music, you know, is, is well known for a lot of effects, a lot of reverb. Uh, how much of a pedal guy are you? Do you have a big vintage pedal collection or like what's going on there in terms of your gear? Yeah. Um, for everything up until this new album, I didn't, I only had like a chorus pedal. So I would um, do everything through VSTs on the computer, like guitar um, amp VSTs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Now I have my own pedal <laughs> because um I'm trying to make sounds that I can actually play live stuff. Wow. So it's cool. I only have a few pedals. I got like 10 pedals. Only a few. He said I got 10 pedals. <laughs> <laughs> some some artists got like yeah, three crazy pedal pedals. boards of crazy shit. Yeah. yeah. You guys both have the puff, by the way. Yeah. yeah. No, I actually, I have a cool. Okay, no, here's the thing, because I went to LA, like, literally, it's like, goes to LA once, and then you cannot not have this when you come back. I went there with a pack yeah. of capris, like, smoking, like, the fucking lavender, and I came back with a puff bar, and it's a, it's a problem. <laughs> in LA, it's a freaking, it's a, it's like a They're everywhere, virus. too. They're everywhere, too. Like, it's a virus. You can't get yeah. rid of it. There's a smoke shop on every corner. What's yeah, your favorite puff bar um, flavor, and would you ever make a Dream Ivory puff bar like would you ever want to collaborate with a company on some meme shit, it'd be funny. that's a good idea it'd be funny on some meme shit it would be funny <laughs> yeah that's a, i feel like we'd have to do that though. a little we'd spicy have... <laughs> oh, no. and then you have like dream flavor and then the ivory flavor like that's yeah. fire yeah yeah no like, oh, two and one hit them both say time I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be the face of vaping. But like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be the face of vaping. Yeah. Like, we have our own vape. That's kind of crazy. Are you guys yeah. like every week? Like, I'm gonna quit this week. Actually, you yeah. know what's crazy? I've never like. It sounds bad, but I've never tried to quit. But I was thinking about it. Like, if I, what if there's a situation like I travel or something and I just can't get my hands on it? I don't know how I'm gonna fare because I've never been without it. So. Yeah. How long has it been? I've maybe since like 2018. Whoa, really? I just yeah. discovered it and I was like, wow. I was just I was on the jewel though. Like I'm still on the jewel. And it's crazy because like the FDA like hella banned all the <laughs> They hella banned it. They yeah. hella banned yeah. So I have to like smoke menthols and stuff. It's crazy. Yo, I I, I dated a girl who girl who did a jewel, who had a jewel, and that crackling noise just drove. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like yeah. you'd be you be laying there like two in the morning, like crack. <laughs> and it's dark. You see the light flash. Yeah, <laughs> it's a dark thing. Like, is there an alien in the room? Yeah, What's going for on? Real, for real. That's so funny. 
she so really important question christian um if you're making beats do you have like your little like cr like your little beat bumper like the mike will made it thing like do you got one of those yeah i got a tag hey. oh you got a tag okay what that's like? what i'm looking for the name tag okay i i made it sound like a like a weird y2k like it's weird. You gotta, you gotta, peep, you gotta peep my beats. You gotta, peep, you gotta peep the stuff I produce after. You'll hear. Where can we okay. find it? Uh, anywhere I produce for a few people. I'll send you the link. After. Yeah. What What is your What do you go by? Like as a producer, just your actual name? No, nah, ginseng. Ginseng. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what my my Instagram is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show. Of course. Thank you. Guys. Yeah. We got the Jameson out here. <laughs> Imagine. We'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to like hang out and, and hit some, hit some puff it up. For sure. For sure. For sure. And drink some Jameson. Jameson. Guys, I'm from Jordan, and then if I see a picture online with you guys having stolen Jordan and Jordan's like this with a Jameson. Yeah. For real. yeah you They'll corrupt me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Yay. Later, guys. Have I'm a great day. You. All Thank right. you so much. Bye. Bye. They're so sweet. Yes. They're they're a lot of fun. That and this is Demi. I just moved to LA like literally four days ago. And so this is a fun, like LA kind of laid back. Jordan, I better not see you with that puff. I come across more relaxed than I did in previous shows. I, I honestly like, absolutely I feel like a more chill. Yeah. Actually, I think so. Also, when at my place in Brooklyn that I was using as a studio, there was a dog in the background. You could hear barking sometimes, you know, just part of this is a little more. Um, I got a little more of a studio spot here. So. What's it like? Is it like, damn, I'm going to I'll see you soon, Jordan. Yeah. And we reunited and you'll see these these next episodes. Me and Jordan going to be in person. Yeah. With Puff Bar reunited. And then Jameson like that. Oh, and Demi, you can shout out. We got some new uh, Demi Ramos show on the street <laughs> interviews coming. You went to the Super Bowl. And so people can check that out as well. Can I just say, can I please just say, Jordan, I don't know if I told you this yet, but I had that one job in New York where I missed the first day of the Super Bowl festival, right? Right. We were scheduled, like actually, actually scheduled to have Machine Gun Kelly. And we talked to, to, to ask him some questions. Oh, we did get, and we did get, we did get Machine Gun Kelly, but we got Guy Fieri. But yeah, we so. did. So it's even better. See, yeah, everything better really hair, better hair at least. And besides, I'm just using cake, you know. Anyways, all right. All right, guys. <laughs> As always, you can check out past episodes on YouTube, Facebook, and listen to the audio version on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. So until next week. We'll see you later.